Welcome to the Pursue of Bliss podcast. My name is Kristen. I'm a self-professed health, spirituality, and mindset junkie. You know that blissful happiness you feel when you're just at peace with yourself, living fully in the present moment? That's the feeling I believe we are all in the pursuit of. And I want to help you get one step closer by up-leveling your health, mindset, and love for yourself. Because that lasting and blissful happiness can only be found and created within. So get ready for all things mindset, holistic health, and spirituality. I hope this serves you. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Pursuit of Bliss podcast. So today I'm going to be talking about the five biggest manifestation blocks I see in almost everyone who struggles with their manifestations not showing up and how to actually move through them and move past them and release them. So if you're feeling like, oh, manifestation's not working for me, I'm doing it all right, and it's still not here, where is it? Why is it not coming? This is the episode for you. And, you know, I've seen all of these blocks in myself, right? Like I'm human. We're all human. We're all going to have some resistance to our manifestations. Resistance is not a bad thing. It's an opportunity for more growth. If your manifestation isn't here, it doesn't mean it's not coming. Of course it's coming. It's guaranteed to you. It just means that there may be a lesson you need to learn before it comes so you can up level or level up or evolve into the version of you who is an energetic match for that manifestation because the truth is the second you are an energetic match that manifestation will show up i've noticed this over and over and over in my own life there are some manifestations that show up within an hour some that show up overnight some that take weeks some that take months and some that have taken a year and that's great Everything comes in divine timing for your life. This is what I want you to truly understand before I get into these five blocks is if you feel like manifestation is not working, it's not because it's not working. (laughs) It's because you're not an energetic match yet. It's because there's more work to be done internally, right? The internal shifts create the external shifts, period, end of story. If you want something to shift externally or to show up externally, you have to make the internal shifts to become the energetic match for whatever you want to manifest. So, All right, number one, one of the biggest blocks I see to not receiving your manifestations is you are not receptive to it. We have to be open and receptive to our manifestations for them to be able to show up. Okay, so what do I mean by this? For example, let's say you want to manifest, I don't know, a six-figure income. And you are so sure it's going to come this one way. You're like, I'm going to start this YouTube channel and my YouTube channel is going to get a ton of followers and I'm going to start sharing ads and I'm going to therefore make 10K a month in revenue. Or, you know, I'm going to make this six-figure income by getting 20 extra clients every single month, like blah, 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 whatever your explanation is. Now, When we do this, what's happening is we are having tunnel vision and we're basically saying this is the only way that money can come. This is the only way that manifestation can come. Now, there is nothing wrong with having a goal. Like let's say I have a goal in my business to get 20 clients or I have a goal to get more YouTube followers and to start sharing ads to increase revenue. Those are goals. There's nothing wrong with having goals. What creates resistance is when we say, this is how I'm going to make my six-figure income. This is how it's coming. I'm putting all of my focus on this. 
Because if we believe that the only way we can receive our manifestation is the way that we expect it to come, then we create massive desperation, massive resistance around it coming that one way. And in, the reality is there are millions of ways your manifestation can come. You want to manifest a six-figure income? Great. There is literally 10 million ways the universe can deliver that. Maybe it's through your YouTube. Maybe it's through your getting more clientele. Maybe it's through receiving a promotion at your job. Maybe it's through, you know, 10 different income streams. Who knows? You know, for me, I used to be so stuck. I was in a network marketing business for three and a half years and I was constantly trying to manifest a six-figure income and it wasn't working. And I remember working with a coach at the time at the beginning of my manifestation journey about a year and a half ago. And she said to me, you know, Kristen, you're so set on making 10k months in this network marketing business but that's the only thing you're thinking about you have tunnel vision around this being the only way for you to make it to manifest success and she was like there's nothing wrong with wanting more success but this is not the only way you can achieve success you can manifest your manifestation that moment changed my life that's when I started to open my eyes to wait there's so many other ways I didn't give up on that business at that time but I started to open my eyes to the other areas in which I could receive money in my life, right? So when we have tunnel vision, we're restricting ourselves to only receiving our manifestation that way. So to become receptive to our manifestations, we must have the awareness that there are unlimited ways the universe can bring this manifestation to life for us. And oftentimes, the most incredible manifestations don't come in the way we expect them to. In fact, oftentimes, the universe has something better in mind that is not even possible for us to imagine, Right, The way you might receive your manifestations might not be a possibility in your imagination right now, which means if we're so focused on thinking we know how our manifestation has to come, we're literally blocking off all of the other incredible ways for it to show up for us. So if you feel like this is you and you're like, wait, that's me. I have tunnel vision. I want to manifest you know, X, Y, and Z, and I thought it was going to come this way and it's not coming. My um, proposal to you or suggestion is to make a list of 50 ways that manifestation could potentially come. So, you know, for me, when I was a year and a half ago working through this, I made a list of 50 ways I could manifest money outside of my network marketing business at the time. And it was like babysitting and selling my clothes and receiving a gift card and someone Venmoing me. And I literally had all of these random things listed and I was using my imagination. And what this does is it helps you expand your awareness, expand your imagination in all of the ways you can receive your manifestation. And as soon as I did this, I started receiving money in random ways. Like I remember receiving a check from a company I had worked at when I was 17. It was, I don't remember, it was like $100 or something from some lawsuit or something, I don't know, or some money they had never paid me. And then I received a tax return I wasn't expecting. And then I received like a check I wasn't expecting. And then I received this opportunity to work with a friend at her event and made an extra $400. And money started to flow in from all of these random sources. You know, and then a few months later, I did start making that six-figure income, and it wasn't through the way I thought it was going to be through. Three and a half years, I focused on, it's going to be this way. It's going to be through my network marketing business, and it wasn't. It was through a business I hadn't even thought of back then. Even when I got inspired ideas or I felt that gut instinct to take action on something, I wouldn't because it didn't align with my tunnel vision, my idea of how success was going to look. Okay, so a lot of people don't even realize they have tunnel vision until someone wakes them up to it. So take a really good look at your life right now. Ask, what do I want to manifest? And do I have tunnel vision? 
How can I be more receptive and more open to all of the possibilities? Okay, block number two that I see very often is you haven't made space for your manifestation. So a really good way to think about this is let's say you want to get a new car. So you go out and you buy your dream car and you drive it home, but your old car is still in the garage. There's no space for you to drive your dream car into your garage because your old car is still there. So this means even if you've done the work and you're an energetic match for your manifestation and you've done the inner work and you believe it's yours and you know you're worthy of it and you don't have any doubt that it's coming and you've done all of that work, great, you know it's coming, but you haven't made room for it. It can't come through into your physical reality because there is not space in your life for it. You know, I see this a lot in people who want to manifest a partnership. And it's like, awesome. You are so worthy of that. You can manifest any kind of love, any kind of partnership you want. But do you have space in your life for it? A lot of people are so busy and so focused on themselves, they don't even have the time to fit a partner in their lives, yet they intend to manifest one. Part of manifestation or manifesting is living the reality as if you already have what you desire because in all honesty it is already yours you do have it it's not able to show up yet until you not only feel like you have it and act like you have it but make space for it so just going off that example of a partner that might look like making that space for them in your life making that time for them setting aside an hour every evening when you would like to spend time with a partner and spending that time with yourself doing the things you'd like to do with a partner making the physical space in your bed for them, sleeping on one side of the bed so there is physical space for that partner. If your room is messy and you'd be embarrassed for a partner to see your room, well, maybe it's time you clean that room. Make that physical space for your partner to show up. Make the space in your closet. Make the space in your life. Make the space in your time, in your schedule. Make the space in your mental and emotional capacity. Do you right now have the mental and emotional capacity to handle a partnership? If not, it's time to maybe get a coach or to work on that, to make that space. Same thing with money. Do you have the space for more money to come through? A lot of people feel scared of having more money because their finances right now are a mess. If you don't feel comfortable with your finances, if you don't know how much money is going in and out, if you're unwilling to look at your bank account, at your statements, how can you expect more money to come? You don't have space for it because you don't even have that awareness and confidence with your current finances, no matter what they look like, right? We don't have space for more if we can't handle what we already have. Some people feel like they don't have financial literacy. They're worried they wouldn't be able to handle more money. Great. So let's start educating ourselves. Let's get some books on financial literacy. Let's find someone to help us. Let's hire a coach or let's find the free resources. Let's find ways to get around this, to feel more confident, to make space for the money to come through. Let's say you want to manifest five new clients in your business this month. Well, do you have a space for those clients? Do you have the emotional capacity to support them? Do you feel fully supported yourself? You know, some people, they want to manifest a million clients, but they're not even supporting themselves. And they're running around stressed and overwhelmed all the time because they can't even handle their own stress and their own emotions. And there is nothing wrong with that. However, you can't expect to manifest a bunch of clients if you're not being the client that you intend to manifest, which means 
get help, find a coach, get someone to support you so that you can support others. You know, right now I have two coaches. I have two coaches in my life right now. I am always working with coaches. I'm always bettering myself so that I have space and the capacity to expand the number of students I can take on. If I was not bettering myself, I would have never moved past the first 10 clients I got in my first month of business. I would have always just had those 10 clients a month and I would have never been able to expand my business because I wouldn't have made space. As my business grows, it grows to reflect my growth. I continue to grow and to create more space for me to support more people. The more I grow myself internally, the more I can allow more clients, students, whatever into my life for me to support. I expand my capacity to help more people. Okay, so do you have space in your life for the things, circumstances, people, situations, etc. that you desire to manifest? Seriously, take a serious look. This is a big form of self-sabotage. You know, we want to manifest the clients because we think the clients will make us feel better and, you know, more successful and more confident and blah, blah, blah. But in reality, we don't even have space for them because we don't feel that confidence now. We don't feel that safety now. We don't feel that worthiness now, right? We have to feel it now to make the space to call in those dream clients. You know, and this can get really literal. Let's say you want to manifest a desk. Do you know where that desk is going? Do you have space for that desk in your room? Is your old desk still sitting there? Do you have so much clutter in your room that you wouldn't be able to carry the desk through the door? Okay, it's as simple as that. If it's something physical you want to manifest, is there space in your physical environment for that object to show up? Okay, this goes for anything physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, anything. Do you have space for it? You must make space so that you can receive. And then the third block I see, you know, going off of kind of what I just said around the feeling worthy and um, feeling that confidence and that safety now is oftentimes we need, quote unquote, need or are desperate for our manifestation. We put too much pressure on it coming because we don't give ourselves permission to feel the feelings we want to feel. For example, we will project our feelings of safety or our feelings of joy, our feelings of excitement, our feelings of worthiness whatever it is, on that manifestation coming. And the paradox is the manifestation won't come until you feel those feelings now. So most of us, like we don't actually want what we want, right? We want the way we think we're going to feel when the thing that we want shows up or manifests. So ask yourself, what is that thing that I really want to manifest? If you feel so desperate for it, it is most likely because you are subconsciously projecting a certain feeling that you subconsciously desire to feel now, you're subconsciously projecting it into the future onto this manifestation, which means you're never going to reach it. It's like always going to be out of reach. So what is that feeling you're desiring to feel and how can you cultivate more of that feeling right now, right? If it's joy and fun and laughter, how can I feel more joy right now? How can I have more fun right now? What can I do that would allow me to laugh and release right now? How can I feel worthy right now and this is a big one and this could be a whole podcast in itself it could be 10 podcast episodes on just worthiness this is part of why I created my academy right because you can't manifest anything if you don't feel worthy of it on a subconscious level and that worthiness is connected to 
stories we created and, and beliefs that were formed in our subconscious and our psyches as children before the age of, you know, five to seven, like when we're really young and working through that, um, you know, doesn't happen overnight. So my academy is 10 weeks long. So if you feel like it's your worthiness that you're putting off and you're ready to seriously do that inner work, my academy is a great option for you. For those of you who are listening and are serious about leveling up because, you know, your self-worth is kind of like this glass ceiling. You can see your manifestation and you know it's right there, but you just can't get to it. You keep hitting this glass ceiling because we must raise our levels of self-worth so that we no longer project that on the future. And oftentimes this is happening very subconsciously. So if you feel like that is a block that you have, I would love to have you in my academy and we can work through that together. The link will be in the show notes to apply to it or you can send me a DM if you have more questions. But first, it's important to have that awareness on, you know, what is it that I'm projecting into the future? Let's say you want to manifest a certain car and you just know you're going to feel so excited and free when you're in that car. You know, freedom is a feeling. It's not a thing. Excitement is a feeling. It's not a thing. How can I feel more free right now? How can I feel more excitement right now? What can I do that would bring those feelings in for me? Okay, so this is such a simple technique. You know, for me, for example, I feel really free when I like go for runs. So I might go for a run or I feel really joyful and excited when I have dance parties in my room. I might do that or I might call a friend that makes me laugh and makes me feel really good about myself. So what are the things, actions I can take right now to call in these feelings? This will help you to release some of that desperation that you're projecting on your future manifestation. Okay, block number four. The desires that you are intending to manifest are not yours. You know, our manifestations manifest when we're totally in alignment. And when you're in alignment, you're in alignment with your highest self, right? You're in alignment with your soul, with your heart's desires, with your intuition, with the universe. And what happens is a lot of us, we want things not because it's in alignment with us and our highest selves, but we want them because someone else at some point wanted it for us or because someone at some point told us we should want this or someone made us believe that this is what success looks like. And so sometimes we're chasing things or trying to manifest things, you know, because we're trying to attain something like getting someone's approval or feeling like we're successful or, you know, having someone tell us that they're proud of us or gaining status. And a lot of this can be very subconscious. So it's important to ask yourself, why do I want what I want? And don't just ask why once. Like, ask why five times, get deep. You know, okay, great, I want to manifest this promotion or I want to manifest a million dollars. Great, why do I want that? Well, I want to manifest the promotion because it would feel good to be at that higher level. I'd be making more money. Okay, why would it feel good to be at the higher level? Why do I want to make that much more money? Well, it would feel good because... I would feel like I'm a success to my friends and my family and I would feel like my college degree went to good use and I would feel like I'm doing good because I feel like everyone else my age has already been promoted and, you know, everyone else is already making this much money. Okay, great. Why do I want to be where everyone else is? Well, because it feels good to have their approval and I feel behind if everyone else is promoted and I'm not and they're making this much money and I'm not. Okay, why do I feel behind? Right, and going deeper and deeper and deeper until we understand in this scenario that it's not truly my desire to be promoted at this company or to make more money. It's just that I feel that I'm not good enough. If I'm not at a certain level where I've learned 
that, you know, the society looks at me reaching this level as success. And if I'm not where everyone else is, well, that's not a success. So this isn't my soul's desire. This is a learned desire. This is a conditioned, a programmed desire. And maybe this goes another way. Maybe you realize that underneath these layers, I want this promotion because I'm so stoked about this company that I work at. And it feels so fulfilling and exciting for me to be able to move up to this next level where I can help people at a deeper level or it feels really good for me to be in more of a management position right like that just feels so in alignment with my passions and my soul and what feels good for me it could obviously of course go either way but oftentimes you'll find that many of your desires that aren't coming aren't true 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 desires so when we get to the root of why we want things we can start to work through the subconscious programming and conditioning that's been keeping us where we we are because if it's you know praise we're looking for can we just give ourselves that praise now if it's feeling good enough or feeling successful will it start to break down the story we've created around success our definition of success doesn't need to be the same as the one that society teaches us for most of us if you've grown up in any way similar to me you probably learned that you're successful if you go to college and get an education and become independent and get your own place and get a good paying job and you have you know insurance and you pay the bills and you get married by 30 and you have a white picket fence and you have three kids and then you're promoted by 35 and by 40 you're in a management position and then you're taking vacations twice a year and you retire by 65 and that's what success looks like so if you didn't find that career by 30 well you're failing and if you didn't get married by 30 you're failing and if you didn't have kids you're failing and if you don't have those promotions by 40 well you're way behind everyone else and if you didn't find a partner by you know your late 20s you're way behind everyone else and you're not successful and this is just all bullshit this is these are just stories that someone else made up and your subconscious accepted, accepted these stories as truth, but they don't have to be your truth, right? I create my own definition of success. I create my own. Success is what feels good to me in the moment. Success is what feels inspired to me. Success is what feels loving to me. It does not feel the most loving for me to chase something because I'm afraid of looking like a failure to others or to society or to whoever. It doesn't feel good to believe that I'm behind or I'm a failure if I haven't succeeded what other people have succeeded at their age. Because honestly, if you look around at the people who are following the checklist and like doing all the things and they got the house and the kids and the job and the promotions, you know, a a percentage of them are truly happy, but a larger percentage are not. That was me for a long time, following the guidelines, following the checklist, and then realizing, wait, I'm not actually happy. Why am I trying to manifest things that I don't actually even want? I'm just trying to fit in and, you know, make others proud of me and gain that status and feel like a success in society. But that doesn't bring me internal fulfillment because it's not in alignment with me. Okay, so trying to get ahead and chasing things because others have it or that's what success looks like in society... You can force manifest those things if you want, but you're never going to manifest true fulfillment and inner peace and bliss, okay? Because that only comes from alignment with your highest self, and that cannot come from manifesting things for others. So this is one of the most important questions to always ask yourself. Why do I want what I want? And don't just stop with one why. Why, 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 why? Ask yourself why at least five times. Get to the root of why you want what you want. Because once you do that, you can start to create very heart-centered intentions. And you will find it is much easier to manifest heart-centered intentions. 
you'll get to a point where it's going to be hard to stop them. You won't be able to, right? Your intentions are going to manifest because they're in such alignment with you and your soul and your highest self. Okay, the fifth block I see is you're not willing to get uncomfortable. So almost everyone on paper would say, yeah, of course I want to manifest a life in my wildest dreams. Like who wouldn't want to live a life of abundance and bliss and freedom and love? Like who doesn't want that, right? We're human. We desire to have a more loving, abundant existence. However, most people are not unconditionally committed. They're only conditionally committed. Most people value their comfort over the kind of life that they actually want, right? For example, they say, yeah, I want to manifest the life of my dream, but wait, that means I have to feel repressed emotions. And that means I have to look at some subconscious belief systems that don't feel comfortable to look at. Like that means I have to move outside my comfort zone and take risk and trust the universe and what? Like, no, I don't want to do that. I'm really comfortable and safe where I am. And the thing is you can't stay comfortable and safe and expect to manifest the life of your wildest dreams, it doesn't work that way. It's just not possible. It's it's not. Because what does safe mean? Safe means we're in our comfort zone. And what feels safe is just anything that we have proof that has worked out in our life before. So when we're acting from a place of this feels safe and comfortable, we're acting from a place of our ego. We're acting from a place of this has worked in my life before. Now, Acting from the same belief system and thought patterns and decision-making patterns that got you where you are now will not get you where you want to go. So making safe decisions will only get you the same results you've already gotten in your life, which means you're never going to manifest a different kind of life because magic doesn't happen inside your comfort zone. It happens way outside of it. And so you have to be willing to get uncomfortable. You have to. Because, you know, the thing about changing your life is you're going to feel discomfort either way, right? There, discomfort is unavoidable in life. We did not incarnate into these human bodies to have a human existence just to feel safe and happy and comfortable all the damn time. There would be no growth. We wouldn't evolve and we incarnated here to evolve, right? To grow and to learn lessons and we grow through discomfort. We grow through fear. We grow through pain. We grow through polarity. We don't grow through comfort. We don't grow through safety right? We create stagnation through comfort. We create stagnation through safety. So, you know, discomfort is unavoidable and you always get to choose. Like, am I going to choose the discomfort of staying where I am, staying safe and always wondering what if, and looking back and being like, wow, I never fully gave myself. I never fully unconditionally committed myself to changing my life. Like, What would have happened if I had actually taken that risk? Because that's a really damn uncomfortable feeling. I know it because I've been there. And it only gets more uncomfortable the longer you wait. Or you can choose the discomfort of taking those leaps of faith, taking those risks, right? Because the thing about manifestation is you need to take action to prove your beliefs to be true before you believe them. And that's going to feel really uncomfortable. For example, you know, I desired to believe a year, year and a half ago that every dollar I invested in myself from a place of my higher self came back multiplied. So I acted on that when it was really scary, right? The first time I invested in myself on a manifestation course, I was investing my rent money and I was terrified and I didn't tell anyone because I was so mortified that I just spent my rent money on this woo-woo thing called manifestation. You know, a year and a half later, that moment, that risk, that leap of faith changed my entire life and the money did come back multiplied. 
because I took action to believe the belief I desired to be true in my life. And it continues to become true. I continue to invest more and more and affirm that it comes back multiplied. And it does every single time, you know, now here I am 70,000 later that I've invested in myself and it all comes back multiplied every time. So You know, another example being when you intend to manifest something and you receive that intuitive nudge, right? To take some aligned action, to reach out to that person or start that business or do that Instagram live or whatever it might be. But if we're too scared or too nervous or too unwilling to get uncomfortable and take that risk, take that action, we're once again, self-sabotaging and blocking our manifestation from coming. So you have to understand, you have to to get uncomfortable. You have to be able to leap into something that feels uncertain. And to the extent that you're willing to face uncertainty in your life is the extent you are able to manifest the life of your wildest dreams. If you're not willing to face uncertainty, if you're not willing to leap into the unknown, you cannot manifest more because more the magic, the abundance, the bliss, the love, It comes from the unknown. It comes in the midst of the uncertainty. It comes from letting go of that need to control, letting go of that need to feel safe. And that is going to once again, feel uncomfortable. So the amount of discomfort that you are willing to allow into your life, the amount of uncertainty you are willing to allow into your life directly correlates with the amount of abundance and bliss and love that you also allow into your life. So these are obviously not the only blocks that exist around manifestation, but these are the five blocks that I've seen in myself that I've had to work through and that I see in almost every single person I've ever worked with. And, you know, this is why once again, I teach what I teach and, you know, I have spent more than 70,000 in the past year working with the experts and learning from the best of the best, because I know that the more I expand and the more I grow, the more my students expand and grow. And that's why I say, you know, I only manifest students into my academy who get amazing results because they reflect me, right? You attract who you are. And I've become an incredible student and I've become a master of, of growing and learning and expanding and being okay with discomfort and growing through it and continuing to grow and expand no matter what. And so I attract students who are a reflection of that. So if you feel called to dive into this work on a deeper level, to work through the subconscious beliefs, to really become a master at manifestation in your life and see real results. If you feel called to that, it's because your soul is ready. You wouldn't feel called to that if your soul wasn't ready. And if you feel called to this work, I would love to work with you. But it's only for those of you who are willing to get a little uncomfortable. If you are unconditionally committed to changing your life, to manifesting whatever you want, and you're willing to get uncomfortable, and you're willing to get deeply honest and vulnerable with yourself, no matter how uncomfortable it gets, I am here to help you, to hold your hand and to guide you and to make sure you're getting those results and to manifest whatever you want. Because to be honest, like what I teach works, it works. I have 150% confidence in it. And the only factor is you and the way that you show up to the work and your willingness to unconditionally commit. So if that resonates with you, go ahead and apply to the Academy. I would be so honored to support you. And I hope that this episode resonated with you, whoever you are and wherever you are listening to this. And I hope that you don't just listen. I hope that you seriously start to apply some of this to your life, because if you really do apply it, you will see results. You will. But that's why they say, you know, self-help becomes shelf help if you don't use it. 
A lot of us just read the books and then on to the next one. We don't take the time to apply it. Take the time this week to pick one or two of these blocks that resonated with you and focus on moving through those in your life. I'm sending you all so much love. If this episode helped you all, I would be so honored if you would share it, send it to any friends and family who you think could benefit from it, share it on social media. Let me know what your favorite parts were. I love it when I see it in your Instagram stories, you guys, it means the world to me. I love resharing them. I love hearing from all of you. If you leave a review for the podcast on iTunes. If you take a screenshot of that review before you submit it and send it on over to hello at pursuitofbliss.net, we will be sending you, my team will send you a guided meditation recorded by me for you. So you're going to get that little gift from me. And this meditation is not available anywhere else. It is specifically just for all of you who are enjoying the podcast. So that is all I have for you today. I am sending you so much love and abundance. And I hope you have a beautiful, magical day wherever you are.